All right, all right, all right. Welcome back, welcome back. Thursday night, fan in the van podcast time. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. All the haters from friggin' Mike Tannenbaum to the Skip Baylesses of the world. Ben should retire. Ben's not going to restructure. Ben's all about the money. All the haters. And guess what? Ben restructured his deal. Not just once, but for like the 855th friggin' time here. Um... (sighs) He pretty much took a $5 million pay cut from the $19 million he would have got. Basically. And then what they did exactly what I said they would do is they, in essence, gave him a four-year extension, mm-hmm. and which they could void it after 2022 or before the 2022 season starts. But then in, if they void it, they would only get hit with a $10 million cap hit, well, 10 to $11 million. But then also, too... Um, if they if they voided it after two thousand twenty um, before two thousand twenty, if they if they void it before twenty twenty two, it's a it's a uh, well no it says unless he extends before either which way they're gonna get hit with a cap hit yeah but you're gonna be paying them twenty six million I don't think that they're gonna I I, I think this is truly Ben's last season. Honestly, I think he, he came back just one more shot. Honestly. I think he came back, restructured this deal so that they can get Juju back, which now for everybody... Oh, and, and this is another comical one. So there's a video of Juju at the zoo playing tug-of-war with a lion. He's signing with the Lions. Yeah, close. Signing with the Lions. Yep. <laughs> you, you just can't win. But Juju tweeted out after the deal was announced. Yep. He said, now let's talk, let's go. Um... If you still think Juju's going anywhere, because what they're saying is there are, there are reports out there, you know, but there are hearsay the, bullshit, you know, it doesn't matter. But his projected value, yearly annual salary, they're saying is around sixteen million. And they're saying Buds is nineteen million. Now that big. now yeah. that Ben has freed up fifteen million, you keep both. Okay, he's freed up fifteen million. And everyone keeps saying, who are you going to cut next? Is it Nelson? If you if you cut Steve Nelson, you save 8.3. If you cut Joe, Joe Hayden, Hayden, you save less. To me, you don't cut either. This is who you cut. And th- this would be a big one, but his performance has gone down. Even though he hasn't really given up sacks on the offensive line, but he's been hurt. And it, 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 he hasn't been the same David DeCastro. Now, if you cut him, you're saving $14 million. Really? So... Do you want to save eight million, seven million, or fourteen million if you're the Steelers? Because you're gonna to have to go younger on that offensive line anyway. I mean, if you're already letting Villain to wave a walk, you guys, are, you guys are definitely drafting an offensive line in this draft. Okay. If, if if you already let Villain to wave a walk, unless you bring him back on the cheap, I wouldn't. I would cut the Castro and bring him back on the cheap. I would bring back Villain to wave, but he's not starting. He's oh, coming okay. off the bench to spell. Okafor or Dotson, because let's put it this way: Dotson and Chuck's Okafor to me played their way into the starting offensive line come the twenty twenty one slash twenty two season. Agreed. He definitely has, and um, I read before Wilson now is really unhappy. That's why I was just about to get into. That. He's really he unhappy yeah. because they started taking the calls. And now pretty much it's down to four teams. And he now he says, okay, you want to listen to the calls? Listen to him. You're going to trade me now? Trade me. Mm-hmm. Do it now. And oh, I don't blame him. Here he goes. Now he basically asked for a trade. And <laughs> Jalen Ramsey came out 
And he said that Deshaun Watson's serious about leaving Houston. Yeah, no shit, Jalen. You're about freaking 20 minutes late to the party. For real. <laughs> like, come on. Like, really? We, we've been knowing that since, uh, I don't know, last season? And and, and it's funny because you weren't talking about the, the, the Watson situation. Because everybody's got a different viewpoint on it. So, I'm listening to Boomer and Geo, And Sal Licata and Jerry, uh, Jerry Recco are filming in for him. Because Boomer and Geo are like on a couple's retreat or whatever the hell they were doing. Um... Not with each other, I think, with their significant others. Or mistresses, gumadas, whatever the fuck, right? So, Salicata goes... And it's an interesting point. Even though we all understand where Watson's stand is from a social injustice standpoint, but he signed this contract no, knowing no. that this organization he last year, was an absolute shit show with Bill O'Brien. So, you can't totally side with Watson on it. Yeah, but then as soon as Bill O'Brien gave away DeAndre Hopkins for a bag of chips, that put a little bit more icing on the cake. And then... I think BS, what really put the icing on the cake was... Being BS too. Was, again, and and, it, and it, it's so repetitive, but every time you bring it up, it, it, it has to get brought up. You told him he'd have an impact on who... you He would have a say in who the coach would be, who the GM would be. They had two minority GMs that their firm that they hired said these are your two best candidates that's your franchise quarterback right there and you turn around and hire this Nick Cesaro guy why because he's from New England and there was a dynasty there so you think bringing him in is going to be a dynasty in Houston and and, and speaking and and give Sean McDermott and the Bills total respect for this they've been saying that they put out a proposal that I've been saying forever now that all hirings should be postponed or interviews should be postponed till the AFC NFC conference championship games and hiring should be made after the Super, after Bowl. The Super Bowl. And I'm sorry if you feel that that's wrong. You're again you're entitled to your opinion, but it's wrong. It's wrong. Because the right thing to do to to have everybody have an equal shot is exactly that. I would wait till after the Super Bowl to be honest and then you could do all your interviews and all your hirings. That's what I would do because you got to wait till March 17th to start making offers to free agents. So why not the same thing with coaches? Speaking of free agents, um, Kyle Rudolph, everybody knows is a free agent. Jared Cook just got uh, now probably a free agent. Listen, your team that needs a tight end, you better call one of those two up. You can get Kyle Rudolph on the cheap. And and you're getting a a tight end. Who can block. Who can block and catch. Now, yep. he would be good in Pittsburgh, but I don't want to hear unknowledgeable Pittsburgh Steelers fans after, like, let's say three games, oh, we finally replaced Heath Miller. No, no, because you got to do Heath, Mel- Heath Miller-esque type things to replace him. And I always thought Zach Gentry would be that kid, but you know what? Can we just get, can we just get away from Zach Gentry? Can, can, and, and for all these fans that want Ebron gone after one season, no. You see what Ebron did in Indy? I get that Ebron mm-hmm. at times will catch an easy pass, but he, he hates on himself for it. Like, he took, when he signed with Pittsburgh, he was in his backyard every day with the jugs machine, practicing for hours on end. He wasn't just doing it to appease the fan. He, he knows what's expected in Pittsburgh, basically. Exactly. He you know knows Pittsburgh is known with winning. Like, I posted that Roethlisberger had signed with Pittsburgh, and I wrote, I don't give a fuck what you think. This is my quarterback. And of course, my buddy Sal's got a comment with laugh out loud. When when your, when your team's calling about Teddy Bridgewater, 
So who should be really LOLing? I should be. Because the Niners, the Niners in essence, even though they're saying they're all in on Garoppolo, if there's the perfect trade piece out there where you could get out of that deal, mm. you're taking it. And then you mean to tell me if Teddy Bridgewater goes to the Niners, that's who you're relying on? You're better off with C.J. Beathard or well, Nick Mullins I, I, starting. Well, I heard that uh, the reason they were uh, contacting contact um, uh, Bridgewater. Or, yeah, Bridgewater is because um, just for a backup for uh, for um, Garoppolo. But why would he go from a starter to a backup? That, that that that's what I'm. Reading. He's getting that's paid more now. I'm just saying that's what I read. He's gonna take. If you're gonna bring him in, if you're the Niners and John Lynch, and you're gonna bring Bridgewater in in a trade type esque thing to get him to back up Garoppolo, you better be paying him a lot less, because you're already overpaying for garbage cans Garoppolo. That was an insane fucking deal. And 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 JJ Watt, totally out of left field with Arizona. Yo, he won that one, fucking holy shit. Well, his main reason for going there is his wife, his girl, whatever. Is no, no, his girl is Kyler Murray. He believes Kyler Murray is the quarterback that will get him the Super Bowl ring that he wants. No, because as soon as JJ signed with Arizona, somebody tweeted out, "Here comes the Murray for Watson trade proposals," and sure as shit, we googled it, and they're already out there. But I'm not trading Chandler Jones. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the point of having J.J. Watt there... See, J.J. Watt and Chandler Jones are going to be Arizona's versions of T.J. and, and Bud, Bud Dupree. Dupree. And if you don't think it, it's going to happen. See, people people are shitting on that contract. But if Arizona's got the money to spend, then they Why can spend it however they exactly want. Exactly my point. Why I mean, you guaranteed more than half that contract. Okay? I, I get you paying for a guy who's been in the league 10 years and out of the 10 years maybe played four or five full seasons. But he's still a beast, though. But when he's on the field and healthy, he's a beast. there's no denying and, and you, and you already know you're getting what he 100% could do. out of J.J. Yeah. Watt. He oh, now man, has, though. he now, just him signing there alone has improved their playoff chances. Of but now... Now, though, you're in it, but now on the offensive side with Arizona, you don't know what's going on with Fitzgerald. Is he retiring? Is he not retiring? Is he going to play somewhere else? Is another option that's out there? I don't think he'll play somewhere else. It if really I'm Larry Fitzgerald, if he really enough. wants his ring, he plays this year. He takes whatever deal is out there for him one year, 10 million signs, and you got to get another receiver to compliment Fitzgerald. And the hell's Hopkins. and Hopkins, and and, and they got to get a tight end. They got to get a tight end. They, they could be one that goes out and gets Kyle Rudolph, or goes out and gets Jared Cook. Yeah, uh, yeah, true. That's what I would. If I'm the Cardinals and I'm looking to win a championship <laughs> now, knowing you just put all this money into JJ Watt, and what's funny is that Cleveland and I forget who the other team is offered him more money. And he pretty much said, screw oh, you, Green Cleveland, Bay. and Green Bay. Which I'm surprised he turned that one down. I don't mean to. Because he would have been at home. I but, know, exactly. But to me, him just saying, screw you to Cleveland, it made my day. <laughs> and yeah, we were all clamoring for JJ to Pittsburgh. But let's go into the world of reality. That's a fairy tale. I mean, shit like that don't have him. So there's no way Pittsburgh was going to pay him Damn that type of money. No. They were expecting him to be me take a two-year, $10 million deal. He's not going to take that. He would have levied you guys. 
No, he would have. He definitely would. If we had signed him, that would have been a cap hit. And even if the cap stays at 185 now, the Steelers are still going to be under it. And that's without cutting anybody. And you could say, well, they released this guy. Yeah, they released. They were released. Mm-hmm. You you had a point to keep them, and you, you released them. It's not like you cut them. You just see you later. Goodbye. <laughs> like, or, or, or guys like, well, Villanueva was a free agent, and they pretty much said, we're not signing you. Yeah. And Hilton and Sutton now are in the air. And a lot of people are like, do you keep Hilton? Do you keep Sutton? I don't see how you don't keep both. Because if, if, I'm, if I'm Kevin Colbert now, you got Roethlisberger to restructure, even though Roethlisberger came to you. I got to go to David DeCastro now and be like, listen, Cam restructured, Ben restructured. It's your turn. Tewitt's going to restructure. Boswell's going to restructure. You got to restructure. Or we're just going <laughs> to cut the ties that bind and we'll save the $14 million. And if I'm DeCastro to restructure it, you only pay him four million, and you save uh, ten. I don't know you could go. I don't know well, well the, the the selling point on it is you really haven't done much for us lately. So why are we paying you all this money? See, Kevin Colbert is gonna have to become a cutthroat GM. And yet people always say the Steelers are, and I even said the Steelers are always in cap hell, but always in that witching hour, they find a way to get out of it. Kevin Colbert and Omar Khan, when it comes to, like, getting out of salary cap hell, they're like the Wizard of Oz. It's just amazing what they can do. Giants, Giants finally released Golden Tate, man. The biggest, oh, the worst move Gallup oh, ever made. And then... Like, disgusting, disgusting, disgusting. And then, and then of course, disgusting. after that gets announced, you go on Twitter... And here we go. Oh, Golden Tate would be a perfect replacement for Juju in the slot. No. Juju is like 6'2", 6'3". Golden Tate is like 4'1". All right? I think Snooki's taller than him. No, I don't want Golden Tate. Maybe 10 years ago I'd want Golden Tate. Not now. See, I would want the Notre Dame Golden Tate. I don't want the the Giants Golden Tate. Who did absolutely nothing. No, I think honestly you're gonna the you're Lions gonna Golden Tate actually the you, best, you, best you, you're gonna wind up seeing Golden Tate go to the Canadian Football League like Eli Rogers did playing for like the Montreal Alouettes. No, actually, I, I think some of those signs, but not not maybe he goes back to the Eagles. Past week, yeah. Maybe Washington. Hmm. Maybe the Saints. I didn't think about that. Maybe the Saints. Maybe Green Bay. There's a weapon for Aaron. A guy that he could overthrow eight times a game. It's it's, and then, and then you got in the NBA. So, we trash officiating to no end, as a fan, regardless whether you root for the Knicks, the Nets, the Suns, the Rockets, uh, the friggin' the Wizards, the Bulls, Hornets. Every game I've seen since the beginning of the season, there there's been the most shittiest calls. And finally, a player in the NBA has found the balls to finally say something. But they, they the spider, get... Donovan Mitchell, gets ejected in last night's game on a BS foul call. I didn't see the call. I didn't see I didn't see it live. I saw it after, and it's just it's it's ridiculous. And he came out and he said the officiating's fucking ridiculous. He said it's been all season. It has been. And it's been for a long time. It it it's been horrible. And the question is, how do you correct it? 
Go back to officiating school. There's got to be somebody in. There's got to be somebody in in the NBA who they where they got to where they watch these games because they have a replay center, just like the NFL, just like the NHL. I see. I see the replays on the TV. Okay. You mean to tell me if you're sitting in the replay room and you're watching a game and they call a foul and you're watching it going, hmm, it's and not a foul. You're not calling down to the desk and saying, you, you, you got to stop the game real quick. It's not a foul. <coughs> got to do it. And it's the same thing in the NFL, too, when they call these horrible plays. Or even when there's an, an outrageous misholding call, uh, i.e. T.J. Watt every single snap, every single game, for like 20 times a game. Um, but yeah, some, in every sport, it, it's it's got to be corrected. I don't know. I don't know how you do it, but you got to do it. Oh, in football, the overtime thing, too, y'all. They're going back the old way. Yo, if the first team gets a field goal, they win. The Ravens came out with some proposal where, like, whoever wins the flip, you start at the 20. No, but I, nope, I pulled it up today. No, they came out like it was like late at night or something like that. I think it was it was posted. I think it's bullshit. To be honest with you. Honestly, the field goal wins the game. Uh, honestly, I I think yeah. if your team's that good enough, it shouldn't go into overtime. I would just leave the overtime rule as is. See, see, but again, this is the problem. And and he's, every, in, in every they sport, they want to speed up the game, but they always find ways to screw up the game doing it. Freaking like in baseball, they have a pitch clock, right? They have a pitch clock. Have you ever noticed the scoreboard? There's a pitch clock. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like third, what is that? What's the second? point? What's the point when when these batters are, are, are popping out of the box every five seconds to tighten up their batting glove again? Mm-hmm. You didn't swing. Why are you tightening the glove? You didn't swing the damn bat. Why are you tightening the glove? Was feeling it. Uh, it's it's just atrocious. And. And speaking of baseball, Gary Sanchez, two home runs in a row. Yeah, that and, and, and listen, it's spring training, so I'm not getting hyped up about it. And we got blown out today by the Phillies. But again, it's spring training. This is where you see who's going to make the roster and who's going to be back in the minors. Um, But I don't give up on Sanchez. But if you watch Garrett Cole's interview and they asked him about Sanchez catching him in the regular season, he didn't look too thrilled. Well, he wasn't last year either. And you can't cave to what one pitcher wants, regardless if he's your best pitcher. If Sanchez is the starting catcher, they're going to have to build a chemistry. I don't know, maybe Gary Sanchez should take him to the Dominican Republic <laughs> and hang out, have some El Presidentes, and, 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 and you know, friggin' do whatever, you know, dance it up, do something. I, I don't know, but... You can't have you can't take Gary's bat out of the lineup, especially when he's on a hot streak, because you know he's gonna be he's gonna be on a hot streak at some point in the season, countless times. And when it's Cole's turn to pitch, you're gonna take him out for Kyle Hitchcock. You can't do that every time. I understand if Sanchez if Sanchez caught the game before and it's a night game, and now it's a one o'clock Sunday game, and Garrett Cole's starting. Yeah, then you're gonna start Hitchcock, and you're probably gonna make Sanchez the DH, but. You can't constantly just have Hitchikawa catching Garrett Cole. Yeah, well, did you see uh, his ERA um, last year with Hitchikawa was a 1, and with Sanchez, like, 3.4 or... Well, that's where they got to get on the same page, the way Hitchikawa and Garrett Cole are. Cause, because how does Kyle Hitchikawa catch a, call a good game with Garrett Cole, and then with Sanchez, it's utterly different? They're connected. I don't know. They, they, it was the same way Andy Pettit had, had to pitch to um, uh, Girardi and... 
and so on. Yeah, but it but it hurts the chemistry when, like, let's say it's June and the Yankees are like on a fifteen game win streak, and now it's Garrett Cole, and it's like okay, and and and, 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 and you know, and and then let's say Sanchez at the time has got like a ten game hitting streak. You're gonna take him out now when he's on a hot streak for Kyle Hitchikawa, who even though he's got pop in the bat, at best he'll get four plate appearances, walk one, strike out twice, get a hit, and fly out. Where Sanchez, you know, out of the four appearances, he may strike out once, get walked, and get you either a double, a single, or a home run. Uh, if you put it in that aspect, uh, yeah, if I was to start Sanchez, but. Any other situation, I would. I mean, because I mean, you could take him out of the catching spot, but then you got to plug him in in the DH. DH spot. But then you clog that up because now you're taking Stanton's bat out of the lineup. So there's there's still that problem, and the only way to correct that problem is get rid of Stanton. I've been saying that all year. Now, at this point, you're not gonna find a trade partner oh, for him. Shit. So you might as well just mm-hmm. find a buyout. A buyout number that's going to be agreeable between Stanton and the Yankees. It's buy him out and say, see you later. Or restructure his fucking deal. I, you know, he ain't really been doing much. He and, hasn't done anything. And, 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 yeah, everybody got so excited when he had, like, six home runs in five games. It was, like, two home runs the first game. I remember. And it's like, okay, but we didn't go anywhere after that. He did nothing after that. He strikes out or we, he has a bomb. We, we, we lost. He's an he's a, he's a, he's a insurance liability in the field. He can't play the field, so all he does is clog up the DH spot. That's all he does. So so now when you want to give Judge half a day, you take Stanton's bat out of lineup. When you want to give Brett Gardner a day or half a day and have him DH, you got to take Stanton's bat out of lineup. Or you got to put Stanton in left field, move Clint Frazier to right field, and Judge DHs. Or Judge gets a day off, or, or whatever you got to do. It's just such... Uh, <sighs> just get rid of Stanton, please. I know, I know, I know. Just That's, please. You know, and, and at the time when you think of that deal, it's like, wow, all we gave yeah. up was Castro, Prospects, and Chase Headley. Oh, this uh, is going to work out great. And it really hasn't. If you weren't really going to think about it, Derek Jeter won that battle. You, you you would think the guy who killed other teams is killing his killing his own team by making that deal. And all that was was a salary cap dump. I'm not even going to lie. I was so excited for that deal. I think we all were, but you know what, though? At the end, at the end of the day... I don't get, I just don't get how, um, I don't get how Stanton hasn't figured it out yet. I See, I think Stanton's a guy who can't play in a big market. Why is that? Because he can't handle the pressure of it. Well, yeah. Because when he got traded here, everybody, when he got traded here, everybody looked at Giancarlo Stanton as like the second coming of Babe Ruth. Everybody expected that 17 Gene Carlo Stanton, MVP with the Marlins, like 56 home runs. That's what they were expecting. That's what I expected. Okay, and out of the, what, three, four years he's been here, combined he may have like 30 home runs. Because he really hasn't played that much. I think the, his first season he had like 40. No, I don't think he cracked that. Yeah, I think he did. I remember, judge, I remember judging him, judging him like at, least, at least 50. But... And then what they're saying is 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 a lot of a lot of his and judges' injuries are due to weightlifting. So now they're doing yoga. Okay. Well, it works, bro. Well, it works, bro. Listen, 
<laughs> Weightlifting isn't the reason why they're hurt. It's bad strength and conditioning. If they're not work, if they're working out in the gym, maxing out every friggin' weight possible, then yeah, you're gonna get hurt because you're already going into the game hurt. But if you work out using moderate weights, you're not gonna get hurt. But to do yoga, fucking what's next? They're gonna be fucking in. What are they gonna be a Juilliard? Fuck it, whatever works, man. In in, in friggin' tutus, doing little doing little prairie dances. Come on. I can't have that. All I know is the Islands are winning 3 1 right now. Yeah, good for them. Rangers still suck. Rangers are winning 2 1. Yeah, who big whoopity do? They'll blow that one. See, <laughs> see, you know what the issue is with the Rangers? Speaking of hockey, which we barely talk about, the Rangers' issue is they don't have a consistent goalie. goalie. I know, I've noticed that. Okay, Shesterkin and the other guy, Gorg- Gorgiev, okay, they were good backups. You've seen between the two of them, they've been exposed as starters. Mm. Yeah, they make amazing saves at times, but they give up the world's easiest goals. It's like having two younger Henrik Lundqvists in that. It, it and the Rangers need to go out and trade for a decent, reliable starting goalie, or produce one in their minor league. It, 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 you know, it, in their minor league system somewhere, because it's atrocious. <laughs> And then now that they, they, they get the number one pick in the draft. So they draft Alex Lafreniere, right? Mm-hmm. And this kid has been nothing of what's been expected. And neither is Papo Kako, for that matter. And he was, the, I think, the second pick in last year's draft, the Rangers, because the Devils had the first pick and they drafted Jack Hughes, who's been the world to friggin' New Jersey. F. He is pretty good, actually. Okay. And then, you had, and then you had the Panarin situation. And I think that's what the Rangers are missing, too, is... Is Panarin with the whole? Is this not to really get political, but it is political. Um, he he apparently, when he played in the KHL, the Russian Hockey League, yeah, the 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 coach made up this story how he how he assaulted some girl at a bar. Now everybody who was on that team at the time, and mind you, this was eleven years ago, like in two thousand eleven, this incident occurs, right? Now it comes out, and the only reason why it's coming out is because Panarin, like every other Russian, can't stand Vladimir Putin. So they're in essence trying to make Panarin look bad by making up this BS story. So now Panarin, because of it, has taken a leave of absence from the team really? to go deal with this now. You serious? Yeah. Did not know that. You know what I say? <laughs> Fuck Putin. Fuck Putin. Um, but. Yes, that's why he. That's why he's not there, and he's a big offensive weapon that they're missing, and and, and they can't rely on Mika Zibanejad all the time. Which, by the way, Mika Zibanejad's got to get a friggin' haircut. He he really does. He oh my god, it's, it's atrocious. And then and then they, you know, and then they got um Chris Kreider is always up and down. He has a good game or he has a bad game. It's never something consistent. And Dan Quinn is not the answer as the head coach. He, he, he really isn't. Um, and I don't know what they're going to do as far as that. See, the Islanders got it right. See, the Islanders sucked for so many years. But they built their team through drafts and, and you know, you know, and through, and through like, their, their, their minor league teams and, and, and all that. And then they went out and got the coach they wanted. Okay? They got Barry Trotz. And, oh, yeah, well, anybody could beat the Pistons. My freaking junior varsity high school team could beat the Pistons. And, and and the Islanders got Barry Trotz. They they let Tavares go. 
which I, you, I wouldn't. Do, I don't know. Which you really don't hear much about Tavares now, yeah, unless he opted out again. I don't know. Yeah, but still, I, I wouldn't. Know. But the, see, the Islanders did it right, and that's what the Rangers got to do. Rangers got to do the same thing. The Islanders. See, they tried doing it, and Dan Quinn's not the answer. John Tortorella wasn't the answer. I don't know who the answer is. You know what? I'm going to coach the Rangers. You know what they got to do? They got to find a former Ranger to coach his team. And they got to find a former Ranger to be his assistant. And they got to find a defensive coach who played for the Rangers. So I'm thinking he wore number two and was one of the best Ranger defensemen in my generation, Brian Leach. Okay? And if and tr- everybody who, who loved the Rangers where I grew up, you had a Brian Leach jersey. Then you have Adam Graves as the assistant. Okay. And then you have the best captain the Rangers have ever had, Messier. Mark Messier. Mark Messier would coach his team to a Stanley Cup. Mark Messier. He definitely yeah, would. Yeah. I'll never forget him guaranteeing a victory in Game 7 against the Devils. And what happened? Oh, yeah. Victory in Game 7. And then the Stanley Cup with that friggin' all oh, the best, the best. I used to have a pitch. I, used to, I actually used to have the poster in my room of when Pavel Bore on the penalty shot mm-hmm. got stonewalled by Mike Richter. Best Mike save Richter ever in the whole Stanley Cup Finals. That was the oh, best yeah. save ever. Bring back memories, man. I remember when the I remember when when Richter was the backup and Van Beesbrook was the starter. I remember when the Rangers had Darren Turcott, Mike Gartner, ooh, Jeff Bookaboom. What a beast! Yeah, my neighbor was a Rangers fan, so I used to go there all the time and watch the Rangers game. So, oh god, but 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 the Rangers yeah. since '94, they should have won it in '15 against the Kings, if the officials didn't blow that goaltender goaltender interference call, where the guy literally like is sitting on Lundqvist's face. Like teabagging the ever living shit out of him. Oh my god, I'll never forget that. I fr- oh, I was so pissed. I was so pissed. I I just literally I I think everything in sight got thrown that night. And then we all know what happened. The Kings won. Obviously. Fuck the Kings. Hurt me badly. Cause cause that was the year they should have won it. That I think the fifteen team, up to date, has been the best team that they've had since before fifteen. And after 15, that 15 team was the most complete team they had. And that was probably the best season Lundqvist ever had. Believe it. But they got to go. They got to go and they got to get another goalie. That's what they got to do. No, definitely do. Uh, they definitely uh, got to get another goalie. And then... Um, Julius Randle, man, for the next, bro. He's... Julius Randle, if he keeps playing the way he's playing, he's going to be in the MVP category. He's definitely going to get some votes for it. Don't be surprised if he actually wins it. He's definitely got. If he doesn't win that, he should definitely win Most Improved Player of the Year. Because he's. he's I don't know what he. He must be drinking the secret stuff from Space Jam because whatever that is, man. Shit. And oh, well, apparently LeBron isn't because I tweaked my ankle. I can't play. Michael Jordan would have. Michael Jordan would have played on knee on kneecaps. He would have too. He would have. He would have played. He would Kobe would have. Kobe did play on a sprained ankle plenty of times. I remember. He freaking Luka Doncic plays on a sprained ankle every night. Well, now he's not playing tonight because of a back injury. Who knows? But well, that's a whole other story. Back again, that's what. But but I love how I love how now they weren't going to have an All Star game. To they're having an All Star game 
to now to, to now there wasn't going to be a dunk contest. Now there's going to be a dunk contest. There wasn't going to be a skills competition. Now there's going to be a skills competition. How about this? Why don't we just have All Star Weekend? Just play the Rising Stars game. Just have the skills competition and the dunk contest and the three point competition on Saturday night. Because how are you incorporating all this into the All Star game? Because all the commercials I see is All Star game Sunday 8 p.m. dunk contest at halftime. Not once am I seeing where the skills competition is. You know, I, I, I can't wait for this to backfire on the NBA. Because the NBA has been doing it right. And now it's going to backfire in their faces. And I can't wait. Because you know what's going to happen after this All-Star game. What? So after the All-Star game, you have a couple of days off, right? Mm. And the first batch of games back after it, they're all going to get postponed. More than half will get postponed because because everybody who's in the All-Star game will have been near somebody who had it and contact tracing, and they're going to have to sit out, and you're going to have to move those games around. So good job with that, NBA. It's already already rising in 10 states too now. Great way to play yourself. Yep. Great way to play yourself. You, 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 you want to talk about a what-the-fuck moment of the of the week? That's one right there. <laughs> That's going to be one. It, it's just, it's, it, it's, I, I, I'm sorry, I don't, you don't need an all-star game this year. You don't you need don't. a skills competition this year. Just give them the break. They, they, they literally ended the season and restarted it like two, three months later. That is, that's exactly what happened, actually. So, give them the break. <laughs> You know all these guys. All these guys are coming out saying we don't need an All Star game, but yet they're gonna play in it anyway, because they get paid to do it. So they're gonna play in it. <laughs> Whatever. I just can't. I can't. I I just don't get what the NBA is thinking on this one. But yet, if the NFL had the Pro Bowl, the all oh, all oh, the, the the fucking all oh, the anarchy that would occur. Oh, not it's not even like the All Star game means anything. It doesn't. There's nothing the NBA does with it within the All Star game other than, oh yeah, you get to draft your team. Oh, big, big what do? I I could draft an All Star game while taking a shit. I I can't. I really. I, oh. But we'll be schmucks and watch the All Star game though because we're idiots. Of course I will. We'll we'll bash it, bash it, bash no, it, and I'm then we watch, watch, watch it. All Star game. I'm gonna watch the same dunk contest. Well, the same dunk contest is at halftime. So how are you gonna miss that? And it ain't even like it's going to be a good it's one. It's got to be a fast one. It, well, they only have three guys. They have Cassius Stanley from the from the Pacers, Obi Toppin, Toppin from the Phoenix. Knicks, and pff, from wherever. Yeah, true. And then the three-point competition, I don't even know who's in it. I think Steph, isn't Steph Curry in it? I don't know what they're doing with that. I think it's just whoever against whoever. I think it's like in brackets, but like it's whoever versus this one, whoever versus this one. I, I, I don't even know what they're doing. They just... You, you know, it's like baseball. Like they announce, there's no universal DH, no expanded playoffs. Mm-hmm. So they're saying that now. But we all remember what happened, like after the first pitch last year. Okay, now we're gonna have a universal DH, and we're gonna have expanded playoffs. So I'm not taking this. I'm not taking this seriously till we're <laughs> till we're like in July, where you can't add it in at this point <laughs> because it'll be like three months later into the season, and that's what's gonna happen. I just, but, <laughs> but I just loved how I'm at work and the notification, Ben resigns, and I'm just thinking to myself, all the haters, I can't wait to go on Twitter, and all the haters that said he should go, oh, wow, he actually took less money. Oh, no shit. He's done it plenty of other times. Like, like, did you really think that Ben was just going to say it and then not do it? 
Ben pretty much came out. He said it today. He said, I'm at a point in my career where I can do this, where I can restructure my deal and have no issue with doing it if it means making this team right for when I leave. He's done it countless times. You didn't think he was going to do it on this one, knowing Juju's going to be a free agent, knowing that this could be the last year to get them a championship? Because after he leaves, God only knows what's going to happen to quarterback. Oh, shit. God only knows whether it's going to be Mason, Haskins, Dobbs, or whoever they draft. Yo, Trey Lance still there? You have to take him. Well, that's what they're saying. If Najee, if, if Najee and Trey Lance are both there at 24, who do you take? You take Trey Lance. I'm telling you, dude. And I, I, I was watching some shit on him. Trey, yeah. And, yeah, he but, has the size and everything. He does, but see, my issue with that is that it's the same thing when they drafted Rudolph. He's 20 years old. You're really going to hand the keys to this kid being unknown yeah. I, 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 what else are you going to do ride out with Rudolph honestly really I honestly rather ride it out with Rudolph because he's got the in-game experience over Trey Lance and that's the route they're going to go All right, well, I'm, well, I'm telling you right now even though well, Ben re-signed when, 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 when 2021-22 ends mm-hmm. and it better end with Number seven for number seven, because that would be one hell of a way to go. I'm telling you, they're going to hand the keys right to Rudolph, and this is going to be Rudolph's team. Yeah, but you guys are eventually going to have to draft a quarterback, dude, eventually. The way they're looking at it is that they really don't have to. I, I, I because you have I, Rudolph I and you have Haskins it. and you have Dobbs. But but yeah. I'm telling you, you if, if you if you if you hand the keys to Rudolph, don't expect a 14-2, and two, a 12-4... and four, season don't expect it expect like uh, a, a 10 and 6 or whatever or even or even like a 9 and 7 whatever it's going to be however many games there are next year expect it to be a winning season but not by much expect a wild card Pittsburgh Steelers team not an AFC North championship Pittsburgh Steelers team unless somehow Rudolph figures out how to be an elite quarterback and speaking of elite quarterbacks I forget who said it but saying that Joe Flacco was an elite quarterback. Since when? Exactly. And it brings up what makes an elite quarterback. What makes an elite quarterback? So there's a lot of different things. See, people say it's Super Bowls. No, it's... It's... It, it's... It, it's Not fully under pressure. See, an elite quarterback is... Being a leader. Is... When you, when you think of elite quarterbacks from... From years before to now. But we'll go like from our generation. So like an elite quarterback to me. Joe Montana. Is. Well even past that. Because you obviously Joe Montana. Dan Marino. Even though Dan Marino never had a Super Bowl. He's still an elite quarterback. Boomer Esiason in his prime was an elite quarterback. Mm, yeah. Um, Ben Roethlisberger is an elite quarterback. No he definitely is. Aaron Rodgers. Is elite Aaron Rodgers. Even though he chokes in a big moment. He's still an elite quarterback. Drew Brees is an elite quarterback. Tom Brady is an, is an elite, elite quarterback. Pete Manning is, is an elite, elite quarterback. quarterback. I would say Eli is. Eli is on the fence. Hey, and hey, you could hey. say, because yeah, I, listen, I don't take the grit away, but uh, people say the win rec- the win loss record and how he's he breaks 500. even. Uh, he's 500. Now, to me, I say he is. Because in a two minute drill, he, he was just as good as any of the guys we just named. Um, Lamar Jackson, not going to be an elite quarterback. No. And 
The more and speaking and anyway, speaking of Lamar, they're not nowhere near. A nowhere near an extension. extension. And of course, and and, and, and this, 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 this is why I hate with these. This is why I hate with these Steeler Twitter fans. Okay, this is why I hate with them. The minute that comes out, I don't want to hear, it, dude. The minute this comes out, Tom Jackson. Yep, here's Ben's heir apparent. I don't want the bootleg Samuel L. Jackson. I do He's not want him. Hurt. I don't as want as Baker Mayfield. I don't know. I, I, I listen. I rather ride it out with Rudolph than get Lamar Jackson. And people are gonna say, "Oh, you're nuts!" Because look at what look, you, you know. Look at what Lamar did in Baltimore. Oh, it's great. Lamar, he had a great rookie. He, oh, it's great. He ran the ball around. Okay, oh, yeah, it's on, great. Man. He had a great rookie year. He sucked this year. He did. They're gonna take a, a further step back next year. He choked. He choked in the playoffs twice. And everybody already anointing that Cleveland's gonna win the AFC North. Cleveland's taking a step back. They're taking a step back. I don't care who they draft, who they, they, they sign. They got a whole lot of people that they have to sign. They're so. taking a step back. They have to sign Chubb. Okay, Chubb. They're gonna Chubb. They're gonna sign if they don't. They're stupid. They have to. Um, <laughs> you're gonna have to give Landry an extension yep. too at some point. Yep. You're gonna have to come to terms with Baker's extension unless you unless you're sitting there as the GM of the Browns and you're saying this is not the this is not the franchise quarterback in which case then you better go trade for the franchise quarterback which is Deshaun Watson. See Deshaun Watson gets you an AFC North championship. Baker Mayfield does not. Oh my god, yo, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun um, Watson the with Browns, I Odell think see, and Landry. But, but see if they're going to release see if you're going to trade for Deshaun Watson, you can't let Odell go. You can't. You can't. You have to you have to be like listen we got rid of Baker we're bringing in Watson this is the offensive scheme you're just as much a part of it as Jarvis Landry and then if he's still not a part of it then you could say okay you you, you got to let this guy walk yeah I got you because Baker Mayfield is not it he's not the quarterback and 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 this is what I hate most about Cleveland Browns fans and Baker Mayfield because and I'm not saying that Baker puts himself on this pedestal but he enjoys it. Oh, yeah. Okay, he enjoys it. He loves that dude. <laughs> you Cleveland Browns fans put Baker on this pedestal that they even ranked the quarterbacks within the AFC North, and they put Lamar one, Baker two, Burrow three, Benz four. Really? Okay, who the hell does these rankings? What has Lamar done? Joe Burrow played what three, four games in the What has Lamar done in his three, four years in this league? What has Baker done in his three, four years in this league? Nothing compared to what Ben's done coming into year 18. Mm. Not a damn thing. No one near close to it. Okay, let's see. Lamar Jackson in his second year did not win a Super Bowl. Ben Roethlisberger did. Um, Baker Mayfield in his second season did not win a Super Bowl. Ben Roethlisberger did. Three years later. Not one of them has a Super Bowl ring. Ben has two. Um... Let's see. Ben has eclipsed legendary quarterbacks in every statistical category. Lamar and Baker have not. So you mean to tell me that Lamar's one, Baker's two, Burrow's three, and Ben's four? That's not how you treat the king of the AFC North. But go ahead and go go ahead and put that disrespect on his name. But like Ice Cube said, fucked around and got a triple double. Mm-hmm. Ben's gonna fuck around and win an MVP. Yeah, and you want to know what's funny? If he put if he puts up MVP numbers next year, and is dominant, like throw, has like Aaron Rodgers esque numbers, and still doesn't win the MVP, I'm telling you, 
there's something wrong in the NFL. I'm storming Goodell's house. You're fighting that shit out. And I'm kicking him in his mangina. Because it, it's, it's, it's asinine to think that for all these years, Ben has proved everybody wrong, and they still disrespect his name. And, and people are now wondering how Juju gets the hate he gets where it's not even warranted. What, because the kid's having fun? People complain he's at the zoo. It's the off-season. Who cares if he's at the zoo? He, he's at the zoo to entertain all you pricks so you can sit there and go, oh, he's playing with a cub. I guess he's going to go play baseball with the cubs. Purely fucking retarded, dude. Like, just, just leave it alone. In two weeks' time, we will find out where Pittsburgh stands as far as Juju Smith-Schuster and where Juju Smith-Schuster stands with Pittsburgh. And I'm telling you, I don't care what that fat glob of shit Mark Madden says. Oh, he, oh yeah, he's saying it with, with, with real enthusiasm. Juju can't... Juju's got to play it coy. He, he's got to play it a certain way. He can't sit there... He doesn't want to sit there and give all the fans hope of, of that he's not signing anywhere else. And then when he does, you're all just going to be like... Oh, you're a fucking dick. And then you just all go and burn his jersey. Which, by the way, go go burn the jersey. You spent the money on it. Go ahead. You're going to smash all his memorabilia you got, too. You know what? Before you do that, just find me on Twitter. I'll give you the address. Just send me all your juju shit. Okay? While you're at it, if you still got Le'Veon Bell shit, send that to me. You got some Antonio Brown shit? Send it this way, too. Whatever. I don't care. I'll freaking take it. Because, Because I know how to appreciate it more. I'm just saying. Yo, and also the Buccaneers, man, they got a whole lot of people to uh, sign, man. And Tampa's going to take a step back, too, speaking of I'll that. Because that defensive line's going to take a hit because there's no way you can be able to keep Shaq Barrett yeah. and Anadong Su. I know. Unless Anadong Su is willing to take the minimalist of contracts. Or unless Brady, or unless that, Brady decides, you know what? Did it in New England. I'll do it here, too. All right. I'll restructure my deal. Well, well, they're saying that uh, they should re- they, they should resign Brown and like Gronk walk. That's my right that. Yeah, but then Brady will friggin' have a man period. He'll be like, you well, can't Gronk, let my bromance go. Didn't do shit last year. Yeah, but in the Super Bowl though, he was yeah. he was the he was the dominant weapon because they knew where they could go. Exactly. And that's when Gronk shines. Gronk can literally do nothing all year. They can make it to the Super Bowl, and then Gronk's the greatest thing since friggin' half and half iced tea and lemonade. You can't make it up. No, you're right. You really just can't make it up. That chemistry between them two is insane. Well, think about it. How many years were they in? And now when you go back to the Super Bowl, Kelsey is just getting into his prime Mm -hmm. as Gronk is coming out of his prime, and they're the same age. Kelsey's killing though. You gotta, you, you gotta give it him. But I think killing. next season, I think Kelsey takes a step back because the league's gonna figure him out, and the league's gonna start double teaming him and Tariq Hill's numbers and McCar- and McCarl Hardman's numbers are gonna skyrocket because of it. It's the same thing that happened with Antonio Brown. And Juju, yeah. Once Antonio Brown was the number one target and teams knew it, they doubled, triple teamed him. And that left Juju to become the weapon. Yeah. And and every Steeler fan that thinks they know everything figured, oh, well, if Juju could do that in his rookie year, Juju's going to do that every year. Wrong. That way. <laughs> Wrong because guess what? Now they figured out Juju. Yeah, and he flop. came out and admitted it. Once Antonio left, Juju became numero uno. He's going to be the one that's targeted every single time 
by the secondary. Mm-hmm. They're going to double him, which means Claypool's going to get more catches. Washington. Deontay Johnson's going to get more catches. Yep. Watson's uh, Watson Washington's going to get more catches. Ebron's going to get more looks. But this year, I'm telling you, expect this offense to be different because you Randy can sit th- you can sit there and you can sit there and say Ben sucked because of Randy Fickner. Well, not because of Randy Fickner. No, he sucked because of Randy Fickner. Because of the horrible play calling. If you just let I mean, Ben call it, every... if you And you know when Ben's calling the plays again. And you know when Fickner's calling the plays. And with Matt Canada, it's going to be more... I think it's going to be more balanced. But Matt Canada wants a more mobile quarterback there. Let's just call it what it is. But that mobile quarterback is hey, Mason, Rudolph. Say, Mason Rudolph. You know who it is? Josh Dobbs. Unfortunately, oh. it's Dwayne Haskins. It's Dwayne Haskins. Well, he's in the right organization to do it. Because Tomlin ain't going to tolerate that gonna, shit. That's all Tomlin's type of stuff. Freaking Tomlin's going to put him over. Tomlin will put freaking Haskins over his knee and he give him an ass would, whooping. He probably would have thrown my He'd be like, get your ass over here. <laughs> Bitch. Don't do that shit again. I'm the angry Omar Epps. I'll catch you out with them hoes again, man. But he's got to see. See, Pittsburgh could trade. See, this would make sense. And and I thought, and I'm, as I'm thinking about this, if they really want to move up and get a quarterback in the draft, trade Rudolph to the Jets, the 24th pick. You get the second pick, and give the Jets next year's first round pick. We trade Rudolph to the Jets. Yeah. You get Darno in return. You get the second pick. Okay. And who do you draft? Not a quarterback, though. Devonta Smith. Or Pen or Sewell. And then you have and then think of this lot. Ooh, Chucks Okafor. Dotson. Penay Sewell. Oh boy. Nobody's getting a Ben with that brick wall. <laughs> Nobody's getting a Ben. And I'm telling you right now. Well, when it's yeah. when it's Darno's time to shine in Pittsburgh, but we could all dream. But the, but the Jets aren't going to get a deal the way that they got for Wentz, though. Yo, for some reason, I still think the Jets are going to draft Zach Wilson. For some reason, that makes no sense when you have a twenty-three-year-old quarterback I, I, there. I understand that, but I don't know. I, I, it, it, a, it makes I'm no. I'm going back and forth with it, you know what I'm saying? But I really. It makes no so. sense, and and if they're gonna and if they're gonna do something on the offensive side of the ball, it's, it's not Penae quarterback. Sewell. It's either Panay Sewell or or, or it's Dante or it's Devonta Smith or Jamar or, or Jamar Chase. But whoever the Jets take, assuming they keep the pick, is going to change the landscape of the whole draft from three and on. Because let's say they take Devonta Smith, you just change the whole draft board. Let's just say they take Jamar Chase. They just changed the whole draft board. Well, I think and if they take Panay Sewell, they just changed the whole draft board. If they take Justin Fields, you just changed the whole draft board. If you take Zach Wilson, you've changed the whole draft. If you take Najee Harris there, you've just changed the whole damn freaking draft board. Well, they're not doing that. So. They, they're not. Somebody's draft, mock draft for the Steelers, had the Steelers getting Waddle with the 24th pick. And getting getting uh, Najee Harris in the second round, I think, like 55. There is no way Najee Harris falls to the second round. If he does, I'd be amazed. That's why I'm saying I can't believe he would fall to 24. 
but but don't count everybody's saying he is but don't count the Steelers out to move up don't forget when they had to replace Shazier they got Bush they traded up with Denver to get Bush and if they didn't do that Bush is a Bronco Drew Locke's a Steeler you don't think they would have taken Drew Locke with that pick because there's no way Devin Bush would have fell to Pittsburgh with I think they had the 15th pick in that draft and Mm -hmm. the Broncos had the 10th pick so you moved up five slots. You really didn't give up much. Mm. And you got your replacement for Shazier. There you go. And if you don't think that can happen again, I mean, it's going to be harder to trade up from 24 as it was to 15 because how far do you really think you're going to trade up at 24 unless you're giving up a lot more? I, w- I wouldn't trade up. And the Steelers really don't give up a lot in any trade. In fact, they get more because I than, than what they gave up. Because Najee Harris, honestly, I honestly think he'll be there. Because I think I think the Jets at the twenty three will is it, might take either an offensive offensive line. Well, no, that every team. every yeah. Well, every mock draft I've seen with the Jets, it's it's either Sewell, a quarterback. I've seen some with Devonta Smith, and but everywhere at twenty three, I've seen it's Travis a team, which mm-hmm. I'm surprised even falls that low too. But because of every other team's needs, exactly. which is either defense it's or offensive line or secondary, or, whatever it is, the, or quarterback, five, quarter, five quarterbacks, all the five receivers. That's they why have. they're falling so low. Exactly. That's why they're falling is where they fall in in everyone's mock drafts. And that's why Najee's going to be there at twenty four. If Najee's there, and they take somebody else, then I got to call Kevin Colbert in a question. Because if you're gonna take an unknown at 24, and knowing you have yeah, to, if they don't take if they don't take, if, if they don't take Najee you Harris there, this tells me one of two things: that they're gonna try to re, they're gonna try to have a reunion with Bell, or they're bringing Connor back on the cheap, and thinking maybe Matt Canada with a new revamped offensive line can bolster this run game with Connor, Snell, and McFarland. And if you don't think McFarlane isn't part of this offensive scheme with Matt Canada there now, considering the fact that Matt Canada was McFarlane's coach in Maryland, yeah, get ready to see what happens Dude, this I'm year. I'm not saying that though. You got to think about you. You got to think about Najee Harris. He's six two. He's a big boy, bro. Yeah. He, he's like Derrick Henry. You ever Pow. see? You ever see Derrick Henry's high school stats? He yeah. rushed for like five thousand yards. Dude. Yeah, like 40-something touchdowns. Dude. Yeah, nobody in the league can tackle him now. They couldn't tackle him then. They slipped. They ain't going to tackle him this year either. No, and now he's almost the same size. He's a big so, boy, bro. And again, another Alabama pro- uh, product. And that's exactly what Alabama doing. every year. Nice, fresh. Um, Alabama man. every year, as it winds down, manages to... Every time they, dra- every time they lose guys to the draft... They managed to recruit their replacements, and they just step right in, like as if Najee Harris yeah. was never there, or like Mark Ingram was never there, or Derrick Henry was never there, or like Isaiah Bugs was never there, or everybody else who's come out of Alabama, or that like Tua was never there, or or um, Jalen Hurts was never there. Oh my God, Alabama is one of the most dominant college teams. But I just hate that they're always ranked number one, even when they lose, and they're still ranked number one. It's just pathetic. Mm-hmm. See, and, and college football rankings are just as useless as UFCs. They really are. And speaking of UFC, which we actually should do a podcast on UFC and incorporate John, it. Yeah. Junior Dos Santos and Overeem 
Released! Really? Yep. Released. They'll be going to Bellator soon and tearing it up there. Speaking of Ve- Bellator, that Valerie Loret. Oh, what a piece of ace. Yo, John Jones and uh, that undefeated, what's his name? Yusuf, whatever, that Nigerian kid, that undefeated Nigerian kid. They're about, they're about to go out at light heavyweight. Yeah, but 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 he wants oh oh Israel Asanya. Yep. Yeah, but he but he says that fight he wants a crowd there, so he so that fight won't happen till every arena is at full capacity because that is a fight that needs to be held with full capacity. Just like I'm sorry, UFC needs to be held with full capacity entirely. Yo, he called John Jones a washed up old man, bro. (laughs) See the see. Daniel Cormier came out and he said, I don't get how Jones is coming out talking about that he's going to knock guys out when he didn't knock no one out in the, in the light heavyweight division because he didn't have to. He knocked Cormier out. He didn't have to knock anybody out. And I'm telling you, all this jaw jacking back and forth, I'm telling you now, you've heard it here first. Ready? Stipe Naganu, whoever wins, Jones fights them next. Jones wins. Jones is going to win the heavyweight belt. And he's going to goat Cormier out of retirement for the trilogy. And we all know how this ends. It ends with two two endings. Jones beats Cormier, then comes the dirty test. We know that's how it's going to happen. I don't see Cormier coming out of retirement. Cormier is a money hoe. Yeah, but you you gotta, offer him the right bag of you, money, you gotta think he's about coming it. out. You gotta, you gotta think about it. because He's going to have enough Israel, time to train. Israel has to um, gain 10 pounds to light heavyweight, and Jones is all he has to do is lose 10 pounds, and they fight. So I, I think they're going to fight after the Stipe fight. Or, or whoever the, the winner of the Stipe and the other one. We'll have to wait and see, but on the next one, we could talk about it more and go more into depth, as I think this weekend is, the, is a big UFC pay-per-view card with Asanya going up against... Blanovich yep. and Sterling going up against uh, Peter Jan, which I don't think Jan should have ever been the number one contender to the title, but we could discuss that probably Saturday. Yeah, but as always, stay safe, mask up, and don't be a, and don't be a sexual harasser like Mayor Blomo, yep. Governor Blomo, whatever he is. That. I can't believe that shit. All right. So until the next podcast, stay safe, mask up, and as always.